Hey, coop. Don't let it smoke out the world. I won't be close to the spirit. Spit for a choke, lightning bolts, I can feel it. All my products are dope. Hope my mama don't know. Hope my mama don't know. Hope my mama don't know. Truly told I'm terrified. We're back after that one week hiatus. One week hiatus. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I had it's been some a busy shit. couple weeks. Oh yeah, I had some shit, but it's good now. It's good. Well, now. that's what that's what we like to hear. Oh yeah, oh yeah. How about you, Dan? You know, thanks for asking, Lachey. No one ever asks. Um, it's been fucking crazy. Uh, I've had a cu- rough couple weeks in fantasy, grinding my fucking dick and balls off in the fantasy baseball championship, uh, getting ready for a wedding. Uh, I am poised. It's looking pretty good right now. I'm up by like 80 points or something. Had like with the last day about to con- conclude, so um, we're looking to we're looking to wrap that up and then um, you know hopefully finish strong in fantasy and then before you know it, b- basketball is coming around. So oh yeah, that's right. You join the league. Yeah, I'm free money, but you know we'll see what happens. <laughs> What do you mean you free money? Listen, categories not my preferred style of consuming information, but you know what? <laughs> if you read enough and you do enough research on the internet, you can pull together a decent team. Yeah, I mean, points are for fucking chats. You know what? I won't tolerate for that. They're for lazy, efficient human beings that like numbers. All right. So, you know, whatever Chad means, you know, I'm, I'm happy to wear that badge uh, in defiance of your <laughs> hatred for points leagues. Yeah, no, I got you. I got you. All right. So um, we're going to do a little bit of a different format this week because we missed obviously last week. And, you know, rather than going over the last week's um, matchup. Last recap, two weeks. Last two weeks, rather than going covering all that jazz. We're going to um, kind of, because we are four games in now, kind of evaluate each person's team and kind of like give our opinions on what they should do. We'll be sitting in judgment. Yes. Of each one of these teams, including our own, because I've got some fiery takes of, of my own to spit off about my squad. All right. So I think the best way to start off, because it's more, we'll take more uh, time. We'll start from the bottom. Start from the bottom, Oof. work our way up. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? We have some work to do now. Scooby-Dooby-Doo, where are you? Yep. Just so, because I know yep. a lot of people, they, they kind of probably like time off the podcast once they hear their team. So we'll get it y'all all the way so you don't have to hear everything. But for all of you who are succeeding, you got to listen to everything. You got it? Mm-hmm. So we'll first start off with the right at the bottom, 0-4. Uh, team Anthony Grace has a total of 373 points for and a 500, a whopping 511 points against. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! Yeah, I mean, uh, poor, you know, that stat I think is really inflated by injuries, right? Like he's had just, yeah. he's been decimated by quarterback injuries receiver injuries david montgomery like keenan allen looking like he's trending for another week on the bench um and yeah i think it's 
fringe. Uh, it's a bit fringe outside of, you know, some of these nicer pieces, the Justin Herberts, the Chris Godwins, the Joe Mixons. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I actually think the best player on this roster is Miles Sanders. I think he's looked really good behind the healthy offensive line. And having Jalen as a rushing threat really opens him, things up for him. So, like, he's just looking like a, a slam dunk home run pick. Um, you know, for these standard redraft leagues that have like take took him in like the eighth and ninth round, but um, you know, fantasy's week to week here. He's he's getting some health back. I think uh, you know he chalks up a. Co- you got to start winning games now. Um, can't go on five. It's pretty much a death sentence. Yeah, I mean, like, what's the most you get losses you can get in this league? Like, I think did people get him with like seven losses? I think last year or something like that. I forget. I would have to go back into the history and click through and delay time to to do it. We'll keep talking about. It. I'll do that right sense. now. Well, we'll ultimately, right um, you know, uh, I think that because it's a fourteen-team league, and because I think what we have eight that can make the playoffs, right? Yep. Uh, you know, Se- there's a there's a what seven and seven gets you in. Yeah, seven and seven gets you in. And, uh, you know, that's the fun thing about playing fantasy is that you can struggle all year. But if you get healthy and get right at the right time in the right places, like, you know, it's as luck driven as anything. Right. You know, Alvin Kamara can score you fucking six touchdowns on Christmas Day to win you a league. Yep. And also, like, I mean, he is he is a lot. He has some, you know, pieces to trade to get some more uh, depth if in case he wants to. uh not suffer the injury bug again. Like I haven't I mean, seen him do many trades in this league, and I know no. I've sent some offers in the past. And I know there's a lot of trigger shy traders within this league, and I mean that spelling in both ways. Um, you know, we'll be interesting to see. I do think I do agree with you though. Like there are moves to be made to try to GM this. Maybe get another wide receiver in there mm-hmm. with uh, this stable of running backs. Moving off of Joe Mixon. Thing. If you can sell high, I don't think that's a terrible idea. Like, I think he's looks pretty mid, honestly. Um, Miami, like, stood him up at the goal line a couple times. Like, he just hasn't, you know, I think he's replacement level. Yeah, that was one piece I was looking at. I still think you can get a pretty penny for him. Yeah, I still think he can get there, too, this season, too. Like, don't get me wrong. He's going to have, uh, you know, spike weeks on the touchdown front. But, you know, ultimately... If he goes down, or like I'm hopping on that, you know, I'm hopping on the Chris Evans train here. You know, uh, we'll see. All right, we'll get to the next team, which is uh, Andy's team. Team Eagle Fat Cow has a 388.4 and a whopping even more, 526 points against. Ah, uh, yeah. Beat that ass last week. He did, yeah, he did get his ass beaten. He's been getting his ass beaten left and right here. But, um, you know, I just wonder if, like, some of the players on his team are just, like, not a this year kind of play. Well, he has a, he, yeah, he had a lot of hype players. Etienne, St- uh, Stevenson, Dylan, Mooney. Right. I think Stevenson can still get there, though. Yeah. He looks pretty good. Um, you know, it's it's... And even Metcalf, I think everyone was so down on uh, Seahawks. You know, everyone assumed they were just going to be terrible. And, you know, look what they're doing with Geno Smith. And, you know, look at the exciting shootout offensive games they can get into. And it's done some pretty good things for their fantasy assets. And I'm looking at Rashad Penny and DK Metcalf in particular. 
Oh, I mean, even uh, isn't isn't Will Disley over there? He's actually having a good season. Will Disley, I mean, has been like a fucking nice little uh, punt tight end play and like these the daily fantasy stuff. Oh, yeah. you know, uh, they run the. The one it, it would have been nice to see Fant get a little more action for sure. I mean, Andy doesn't have Fant on his act. But while we're talking Seattle, like if he were to step into a nice feature role within that offense, and they can continue to cook. Yeah, and I guess like that, uh, you know, that'd be really nice. Yeah, I think my suggestion for Andy, and obviously it's definitely trade bases. He has two, you know, quarterbacks with, with big names on them. I think he oh, can kind of. I think he could try to move one of them to get a more. Um, more of a higher floor player, maybe in, in the running back position. I mean, any quarterback trade he makes needs to have a quarterback in return. Yeah, of course. In league. So, I mean, I think you can take a, like a slight downgrade. Kyler, I don't know, man. Not I'd rather. Kyler. I'm saying Rodgers. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, yeah, if he can move Rodgers, I mean, that's, you know. Maybe some sort of like two for one or three for two deal where where you're getting another quarterback and another and a good skill position player in return. Um, you know, I don't. I look at the team and I look at some of the players in this roster, and you know, it's kind of hard to believe that it's drawing dead because, like, I would have looked at this roster yeah. like heading in clear eyed, like, you know, it would be I'd be excited about some of the pieces he has. Um, I still think there's momentum here. I still think he has pieces. Um, he can certainly move, but um, you know, I wouldn't overreact too hard to push out like trades for like Drake London or DK Metcalf or Michael Pittman because like they're going to have their spike weeks. And combined with some production at the running back position, with you know Kyler getting Hopkins back eventually, I think Andy wouldn't surprise me to see him rattle off a nice little win streak here. All right. I'll move on to the next team. Algiers season. Oh, uh, Joe C as a <laughs> as a four hundred thirty one points for uh, five hundred twenty one points against. Poor Joe C. Uh, yeah, I'm right, there, I'm right there with Joe C. I mean, I we're in the kind of the same situation here. Obviously, not really the um, the records don't really show, but damn, I mean, the second quarterback position has just been really kind of a black hole for him right between like Matt Ryan and you know now Teddy Bridgewater and I think he had someone on roster beforehand right or is it Matt Ryan the entire time I think he had Matt Ryan the entire time it's unfortunate what yeah. happened with Matt Ryan because like I had like oh he'd be a good QB too he's he's barely a QB too right now yeah um, I'm embarrassed to admit I did off make some offers for uh, Cam Akers who was sitting on his bench and like was trending like upward in utilization yeah. and uh i'm no longer interested yeah so. yeah no I, I know it was yeah. a tough matchup last week but like i know you're saying though i mean hasn't been having the best season um i think the achilles might get him on this one looking at his matchups you know i don't like him against dallas he has carolina which is fine and his san fran tampa it's uh, it's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, um, and the offensive line has been terrible. Oh, dude, the offense. Stafford's taking a lot of yeah. hook. The offense is just like sputtering completely. You can see it with Allen Robinson's stat line too. Like Jesus Christ, I mean this. He's playing ninety nine percent of the snaps, and he only gets two catches for seven yards. And but like, I what get, the fuck? And I get it because it's like 
He's not, he's never been a separator type player. You know, he's been like that kind of 50-50 ball he can type get guy. Open. He can get open like underneath though too. Like he yeah. can win but like off of a short fucking stick route or but some shit. I but think the, I think Stafford's just like I need to give it to Cup. I just need to give it to Cup. He needs to give it to you know, I think he, he needs to spread I think the ball. Ra- yeah. I think it's a racial thing. I think he only wants to throw to the whites and I think Matthew Stafford <laughs> and his wife are a huge racist. Wow. <laughs> The wife definitely is. The wife is like a fucking COVID vaccine truther. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Sounds kind of okay. weird. Oh, well. That's yeah. That's my hot take for the day. Yeah. All right. Uh. But uh, I'll wait. I'll like one more comment on Joe C's team. Like, I still think, um, you know, he's got a win on the board, which is important. And, you know, with Lamar Jackson, anything's really possible week to week, especially, you know, you're seeing, I feel like we're seeing a lot of like low scoring matchups, like a lot of teams struggling to break, uh, you know, break 100 and myself included. So, you know, there's going to be soft spots coming up. And I, uh, I do think Najee, to get back I also think it. Najee, once he gets, no, once no, he gets, no, no, once he gets, no, once he gets no, through no, it, I think we'll get a lot of those double no, I'm good. I'm good on. I'm good on Najee. Honestly, I'm, I'm. I would on. That's a trade piece right there. I would try to. If you, you can capitalize on like a good Najee week and pull in someone, someone that's desperate to overpay. Um, I do that in a heartbeat. Honestly, Najee Harris is not for me. Yeah. All right. I still believe in Najee, but not not his uh. Outcome in two games, not at all. He's a first round running back, and uh, he's already bad value. Yeah. All right. Next one, it's uh, number ten. Oh, number eleven. Sorry, it's uh, Mellow Brown Folk. Guess Jungle John was right when you did. You know, he questioned your ability to count. I did count right. I just skipped one. But um, mm. Brown Folk. Yeah, Mellow got on uh, the board this week. One and three. Yes, he did. That's an important win for him. And, like, you know, again, I I boil back to the draft earlier this year. You know, a lot of laughter. Ha, ha, ha. Look at this quarterback situation. Like, Camilo's team has, like, fantasy-relevant players on it. Like, from McCaffrey to Fournette to Evans to Brown to Kittle. Like, Kittle will get there eventually, I think. Like, they can't just, like, play run and gun like this the entire time. But, um... I have questions elsewhere. But. He's got to make a trade, though, for another quarterback, man. It's yeah, it's not I mean, survivable. Especially no, when Jacoby's joke Come uh, playoffs times, Jacoby will be long gone by then. Um, Melo, he has the pieces. He, I think he can capitalize on getting a, a solid uh, two pieces, one in corner, a quarterback. I think I, he has really good yeah. players at... Yeah, no, Basically, I, I, I every like every position, yeah. every position except for Superflex right now. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. It's so like insane. He just needs to get a quarterback, and I think he'll he'll get on that nice win streak. Mello, make trades. Go from the quarterbacks, bro. Well, I know Mello is still coming back. He's still trying to regrow some of those brain cells from uh, a, a long weekend at Oktoberfest. So maybe he comes back, refreshes, and makes some deals. I would be interested in making deals. I'll just put it out there. I made a big deal this week. You, you heard it. Make you, more of them. You heard it there. <laughs> Let's do it. Make trades. And speaking of big trades, we have one person that was involved in a lot of trade, uh, a lot of trade moves. It's uh, number ten overall. Calvin's bookie, Joey fucking Pert, four hundred seventy-eight points for, four hundred ninety-eight points against. 
kind of wild that you have Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson on the same roster and the roster starts off one and three. Granted, it doesn't, um, you know, they're not, it doesn't look the same right now, but it just shows you like how unlucky fantasy can be sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. Like he gets a win week one and then, you know, drops week two to Dennis. And then he drops week three to Uncle Boomer. And now again this week, um, you know, a, a, a fatal benching of Clyde Edwards Lair fans, Team EMH. Uh, uh, a win to get to three and one. You know, obviously things could easily flip. Um, you know, for Joe, I, you know, it was tough coming in. You know, I think you see some of the limitations of not having that second quarterback, right? Like Justin Fields, the offense they're running with him, it's just not sustainable. And no, bro, um, it's atrocious. <laughs> Brandon Ayuk playing in an extremely. Um, low pass rate offense hurts him it's weird how um, he played Ayuk over Clyde Edwards Hilaire yeah I mean I think the the thinking was that uh Tampa's defense would show up and kind of contain Mahomes and contain the offense but they were miserable in basically all phases of defense you yeah, know I agree um, but I'm and, just and saying though, someone like, like Edwards Hilaire ran off I get that but I'm saying like even like with that matchup, I would still play Clyde over Ayuk. But maybe that's yeah. Just I mean, I, I think with Ayuk, it's like a you know trust the process. You know, trust that he'll eventually hit. Like he still looks good. He's still getting open, but ultimately the pass rate is still like super super low. Mm -hmm. Jimmy G looks rusty, um, and when he looks rusty, like he, he needs to be like in a groove to play well, and he just looks like he's out of sync and. They have a ton of injuries on the offensive line right now. Um, I'm not touching Brandon Ayuk really anywhere right now, and if I have to yeah. fucking play him, it's out of desperation. I'm holding my nose. Yeah. Um, you know, but he, unfortunate, but it is what it is. But he made some moves. Maybe he'll start getting on a little win streak. He's still in it. One. Yeah, three. he did trade for your boyfriend, uh, Gabe Davis, who, you know... I'm waiting for you to kind of capitulate and, you know, give up and admit that you were wrong. He's been hurt. Him, but, he's been hurt. Yeah. I will never well, admit. Why is he playing? Why is he playing then? Because he's, if he's a, not he's good a, enough to play. If he's not good enough to earn a target when he's hurt, when he's playing hurt, then he shouldn't be playing. Hey, man. Ultimately, that's it. That is what it is. The last thing I'll say before we move on is he's, he, 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 he's got that grit. And speaking of that got that grit, let's get on to get grit. Oh, Number nine team overall. Uh, Will Vu, uh, 493 points. Get four and 499 points against. Pretty even there. Yeah, this is another really good roster that's been kind of like marred by uh, injury. Yeah, Monra <laughs> trending towards another. Uh, I think they hold out that entire court. Yeah, and he goes, on, he goes by players, next right? week too. Yeah, I think the it week just after. doesn't make sense for him to play. Yeah, um, I would have been try. I would have been trying to be a little more aggressive in getting Josh Reynolds on my off on, on my roster um, if I had a Monra. Um, and then you know he has your doppelganger, who's actually turned into turned in a couple of respectable fantasy performances. Yep, I mean he, he so definitely I might is be a... eating pro on that. I don't. I, I don't think he's that good at football, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean. It, you know, fantasy football says otherwise. So. Yep, and uh, Debo Samuel's been trending upward. I I do think we'll yeah. get, I do think we'll get into that that magic of last year with him and Jimmy G because Jimmy G just throws to him. 
And Debo's one of those guys where yeah. he, he creates those yards after the catch. That's what mm-hmm. he does. My counterpoint to that is that, you know, we'll see what the offensive line injuries mean for, like, Debo's role and the run game moving forward. Um, you know, they're relying heavily on their defense to win games. Yeah. I think Bosa has been playing really well and the rest of the linebacking core and secondary has been playing well. So, you know, they may look to just stay super run heavy. Um, I think some of these defenses have been snuffing out like the design Debo runs a little early, right? Like, and that touchdown he broke off last week is a little fluky. A um, lot of missed tackles. Yeah, but um, I'm not necessarily and, talking we'll about see. I'm not necessarily talking about him and running. I'm talking about just him being the go-to guy. And like, the For more sure. the more I touches think, he gets, the more opportunity to score. I think, um, yeah, I think that's certainly possible. But I do like. I do like a potential like George Kittle resurgence as like the target hog, um, especially if they switch to more 12 personnel sets and get like Roswelli in there to block so Kittle can line up outside or like move around to, you know, move the opposing defense. But yeah. we'll see. I, I think definitely Debo trending up, but um, I want to see how this offense shapes with the with Jimmy G and whether they can weather these like offensive line injuries they lost. They're on Trent Williams for like six weeks, yep. and then they lost yep. a, their backup for the season. So they're going to be playing on fucking street clothes uh, for quite some time at the blindside position. Yep. All right. Well, I mean, overall, I like his team going forward. Um, next, we got, oh, look who it is. Number eight Mark overall. Mark Gleason. Two, two. Mr. Gleason. Uh, only, only 380 points for... 442 points against that is definitely a, a large marginal difference uh two and two <laughs> still though like i said you two so, and two they'll grind out them wins that's all that matters so let me uh let me start off with a question here what did you think of the jamar chase trade give me your honest thoughts um See, just for me, like using lizard brain. Obviously, if it's a trade that's going on and I'm not involved in it, I'm just pissed off from the get. You know. <laughs> it should have been me, not him. It's not fair. No one wants to ever talk to me about trades uh, at all. <laughs> um, but no. Um, let me just uh, get this transactions up here to get the what was the exact trade? I'll rattle it off for you so the exact trade was Jamar Chase and Michael Carter for Rashad Bateman uh, George Pickens and Clyde Edwards Hilaire so you you gave away Clyde Edwards Hilaire Bateman. no 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 I gave up Chase and Michael Carter you gave up Jamar Chase and Michael Carter correct and received Clyde Edwards Hilaire Rashad Bateman and George Pickens. And you made that trade with who? Uh, Mr. Calvin's bookie himself, Joe Gallant. Because, see, I thought he gave Clyde Edwards Hiller to someone else, but man, there were so and many that trades going on. Someone else would be me. No, I, there was like two trades that night, right? So, yeah, I'm just a little bit so confused on all that jazz. But no. Um, Great commissionering. Bro, like I said, if it's not involved me, I just throw my phone away and say oh, it could have been me. Man. It could have oh. been me. <laughs> Um, 
No, I don't, I don't think it was a, a overall a um, a bad trade. I think you guys kind of try it. I think it was really even. You guys kind of did it to shore up your rosters. Yeah. In that in that in that um depth. Um, well, let me let me let me get in the soapbox here and justify the move for a second. I mean, obviously, you know, the two and two records are all that matters, but I'm recognizing the point output is really low, and it's very concentrated in you know uh, what should be t- three players, but it's only two right now, and that's DeAndre Swift and it was Jamar Chase. Um, you know, by this by, by, by making this move, I'm hoping that I can cash in on a couple of players that I believe are trending up. I know Bateman has missed practice. He's got a bit of a foot injury. I don't, I don't really trust Wednesday practice reports all too much. I'm looking at Thursday, Friday more so. But um, I think Pickens with Pickett at quarterback, definitely a higher ceiling for more like playmaking uh, type plays. And yeah. then Bateman, I think Bateman has had a chance to really pop off on fantasy. It's just like fluky drops due to like bad weather and some like bullshit penalties that have uh, kind of capped him. I think he's looked really good. I think he's looked fast. Um, I recognize the target share is pretty low, but um, ultimately it's gotta be a fucking army of bodies to to win on a week to week basis. And I felt that my current roster where its structure just wasn't enough. So hopefully moving forward, you know, we can get one of the quarterback, we can get to a healthy, Desmond Ritter can fo- finally fucking take over for Mariota, and we can build on two and two. But uh, yeah. there's work to be done. There's I think, he, yeah, done. I think he got the more solid piece. But like, like you're right. I mean, you do have those those high opportunities with Bateman because we've seen Bateman when he's good and Pickens. I mean, young hopeful talent. We'll we'll see how yeah. it goes with um with uh Kenny up in there now. But yeah, I don't think it was a bad trade by any means. We'll just I have to see how it shapes it's out. Always, it's always risky giving up a blue chip name like Jamar Chase, but ultimately, um, you know, I'd rather try to build a stable here and see if I can catch some lightning in a bottle. But the, I'm definitely not done making moves. I want to continue to move pieces around and try to improve the roster. All right, and we'll move on to the next guy, number seven, last year's champ, Conrad. Started off 0 and 2, but he's back at it 2 yeah. and 2. 438 points for, 418 points against. Um, on paper, man, he's a nice team. I don't hate it at all. Especially when TJ Hawkinson drops 35 points. Mm-hmm. That's, that stat line was insane. Like was with up. with all those injuries, I mean, now he's a little banged up himself. And he's getting, he, you know can't stay healthy, but he'll be getting Dak back probably like around week six. Also, uh, I was talking Hawkinson. No, I'm saying, I'm saying. Also, I'm saying. Oh, right, 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 right. I'm moving on to the next thing. I got. Uh, no, I'm still. I'm on. Uh, I'm on Conrad here. I forgot that he has Dak on IR. I was only focused on uh, Hawkinson. You know, Hawkinson looked great. There's not much I can say about it. When Amon runs off the field, yeah, definitely Hawkinson's going to be a go-to guy. And uh, what the Lions have been doing, they have. An amazing offense and a terrible defense. So that generally is a good thing for fantasy football when you have a competent quarterback. I think Zach Wilson keeps it moving at a fantasy level here. I mean, start, you know, the couple picks, obviously not great. Got saved by that 20 catch. 20 points. Got saved by that catch. Yeah. 20 points, not unrespectable by any means, but 
I mean, yeah, I think he has that opportunity. I still only value him at a QB2 as his ceiling. But, like, that's all yeah. you need. That's all you need in a Superflex mm-hmm. League. That's it. And I wonder if he tries to unload one of these quarterbacks. He's got so many quarterbacks on the roster. Uh, I wonder if he tries to maybe move one and shore up um, I think, with some wide receiver insurance. Yeah, I think he might try to. Because, me, I just believe in this league you should have three quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like... So, if he trades one of them, not just leave him with two, unless he wants to downgrade one, possibly, like try to get something with Tom Brady after that amazing performance. Mm. But yeah, mm. um, like you said, yeah, uh, short up the wide receiver position, or you said the running back position. Which one do you more? I, I generally think at running back he's fine. I think he's uh, fine at running yeah. back as well. He's got a lot of depth for like options that could potentially be out. Yep. There's guys I'm looking to sell on the running back side. It's probably Damian Harris, um, just because I think Ramondre's tr- trending up a little bit. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, like Brees Hall's looked really good. Uh, I'm excited about him as a, someone who's got a couple shares in, of him. Um, and then, you know, maybe if Kamara can figure it out. Um, if he comes back this week against Seattle, man, that's going to be a great play. He practiced today. Yep. I mean, he practiced all week last week, and I fucking didn't hear about it until after I woke up. But, you know, what can you do? Yeah, we'll see. But, yeah, no, Conrad's team is uh, nice, has some nice depth at, uh, depth at uh, a 2-2 uh, two and two record. All right, next person is the uh, new guy, Bruce Pritchett. Um, he has uh, 453 points for... 449 points against him. What do you got to say about Well, um, I think uh, this is a team where the skill position is going to matter the most, right? Like, you're going to be leading heavily on um, your Derrick Henry's, Brandon Cooks, Travis Kelsey, because I think there's a pretty low floor in the quarterback situation. Like, Baker is just... Like, not it at all. Yeah, I, I think he's um, waiting for that Watson play. Yeah, but you got to win games yep. um, beforehand. So like, you know, it's not guaranteed you get him by the time, like, he's ready during week 11. And if you're not in a playoff position, it's a bit of a waste. Yeah, and Mike Thomas is going to be out this week again. He didn't practice today. Still doing that foot injury. So I think he's going to be out for some time. Um, mm-hmm. DJ Moore, man, because you speaking of Baker Mayfield, like, uh, he just killed DJ Moore. I just hate it. DJ Moore so good. Did you see that pick that he threw, where he like threw behind DJ Moore and then like yeah. went off of DJ Moore's hand and tipped to the wide the, the defender. It was so triggering. Yeah, I mean, he had eleven targets, so he's getting it. It's just that Baker is just not good. I think he got. Nope. His, I think he got he's his a broken head. man. He got it in his head, man. That's it. He just looks He's a terrible. broken man. Shouldn't be playing football. He looks in this league. Freaking awful out there. Um, love Josh Jacobs. Love it. Uh man. I mean, I think a lot of people were wrong about Josh Jacobs. Um, yeah, a lot of people were low on him heading into this year. Well, I think McDaniel's was low on him based on like his actions during training camp, right? Like he drafts a fucking day two running and then brings in a bunch of undrafteds. Um, Josh Jacobs plays like during the fucking Hall of Fame game, like the first preseason game. Clearly, it looked like they were trying to showcase him for some sort of trade. They didn't pick up his fifth-year option. Like, 
all the signs were pointing that Jacobs would be like, you know, they're trying to trade him or, you know, they're moving on from him eventually. But here he is balling out. And he's getting a lot of touches. This Denver game. run a lot defense of opportunities. sucks. This Denver run defense sucks. I'm targeting it until further notice. <laughs> All right. But yeah, um, a lot of weak pieces, as you mentioned, but the the whole Hollins thing, you really can't believe in that. Believe in that. It's kind of like that Robbie Anderson play. It's yuck. More unfortunate. Yeah, and I'm not like, super excited about Hunter Renfro either. Like, I never really have been like someone that I'm, I'm looking at and like, oh, yeah, I need to draft him because yeah, like, he's no. in this offense and does X, Y, Z. Like, Derek Carr just doesn't really excite me. I think the stacking potential is smart here, but... Yeah, no, I, I um, skipped over Renfro in all my drafts this year. I, I didn't believe it. I usually do, too. Like, unless he's in a different offense where I know, like, he's going to be a target hog. I'm good. All right, let's move on to the next team. We got to pick it up here a little bit. Um, we got Team EMH Evan, 440, 52 points for 447 points against, sitting at 3-1. and one. Uh, Just pulled that win off against uh, Joe G's terrible GM-manship. <laughs> it's been a year, Daddy. I really, really miss you. Mommy says you went to the store to get milk. Anyways, I'm failing all my classes, and Mommy hits me very frequently, and she changed my name to Tickle Tipson. Anyways, Daddy, I forgive you for abusing me. Oh, man. Shot fired. <laughs> so I'll run through their trade real quick. It was uh, EMH sending um, Bream Hunt, Gabe Davis, Trevor Lawrence, and a fourth round pick to Joe for Cooper Cup, Justin Fields, and a seventh round pick. What are your thoughts uh, on that deal? Um, I think it's a, he gave up a lot. He did give up a lot, but I think he did. EMH gave up a lot? Yeah, I think he did it to upgrade, mm. though, like for that security. Because, like, when you look at his team, obviously, Russell, we knew Russell was going to be terrible for that long. So you got Russell, Eckler, Connor, Tyreek, Cup, Joe Everett. And then when you look at his secondary pieces, quote unquote, Pollard and now Gordon, who's going to be the RB one over there in uh, Denver, I think he has like he is a solid starting lineup. Mm-hmm. That's going to give him the opportunity to win. Now over the season with all these buys and whatnot, there might be a little bit of a struggle. But it's like he might have some of those games where he's like might be pu- pushing like a hundred. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just going to happen. Um, but I think he, I think he made trades in preparation, although early for the playoffs. I think he thinks I'm gonna be in the playoffs, and he, his odds are now yeah. being a three-one, he he most likely will. I think he, yeah. uh, I think he's short up for that. Well, I think um, there's definitely pluses and minuses to that too because he's a little more concentrated uh, at his positions, right? I think the depth. Um, Oh, it's really gone. pretty yeah. bad. It's gone. Unless like Pacheco can step into an immediate role, like, um, and I think there is some potential for Elijah Moore, but I'm waiting to see. Like, you know, if he loses, if he loses one of those running backs, an Austin Eckler or, or wide receiver like a Tyree Kill, I think he's he's in a tough spot heading into the playoffs. Yeah, that's what um, I'm gonna get a lot. That being but, said, he's well positioned at three and one to make a deal. I'm. I'm I liked that he was able to move off of Gabe Davis um, 
Prim Hunt. Yeah, I think he moved the right. I think he moved the right pieces, right? Like I think moving Hunt and Davis is fine. I, I would, if I'm picking between Davis and Elijah Moore, I'd rather have Elijah Moore, um, just because I think he's shown su- that he can have success with Zach Wilson before, and he's looked, um, you know, I think he's due for his moment. But yeah, um, well, I want to see what happens in this flex situation, and then. Um, you know, move from there because like, you know, Tony Pollard definitely going to have variant weeks, like spike weeks. He, he didn't, we really didn't do much last week. And then Justin Fields again. Yeah. I don't, uh, need, to yeah. Beat the, I don't need to beat the drum on that again, but like, yeah, he no, could really be in a tough position. He's, he, he's, he's going to have to make a trade for a quarterback. He has to, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Playing Bailey Zappi. Yeah. I don't know. Who's only, only temporary. But yeah, yep. um, he's gonna have to make a trade for that. So he might have to. He, I'm sure he's not done making trades, but he just made the right step to at least get a lot, you know, a heavy concentration of those like strong players to then make moves later on if he needs to. It'll be interesting to see if he drops a, a couple of games coming up. Um, probably won't do it against me, but if he, you know, if he decides to move some of those pieces to make something happen, because like you know. You can easily try to like GM mode it back if you're losing your momentum. You dropped a three and two, dropped a three and three, right? Like that's yeah. when that's when the money decisions need to be made. All right. Uh, next, we have uh, the last three and one team: Spiky Kanye, Mr. Crafty, uh, four hundred ninety one points for four hundred three points against solid team. Um, I have some concerns about yeah. the running back situation. Well, Gibson, sure. yeah, Henderson. Um, Gibson clearly getting phased out, which is annoying in a, a couple of contexts for myself. But um, and then like Kenneth Walker, I think like is not the best running back on that roster. Like a Penny's looked dominant. Yeah, it, it looks like he could break a big run like every time he touches the ball. Yeah, you know. So I mean, four, three, and one, very good position here. Obviously, you know. Cortland Sutton's about to be more of a focal point in the offense. Devontae Adams still proving that he is a major focal point. But yeah. um, and then you have Mark Andrews too, obviously the undisputed tight end number one. But I'm looking to get some additional pieces that are not named. Yeah, I mean he's you know, he, Daryl Henderson and Antonio Gibson. He's doing the strategy of starting two tight ends, which overall well, I mean listen, can, with how can, they're using be, Njoku. With how they're using Njoku, it does make sense because he's lining up more like as a wide receiver and running routes downfield. But, um, you know, it it does get risky. And, like, I'm looking at the roster, I'm looking at the bench, and I'm not super excited about, like, having to throw in Russell Gage and DJ Chark's been hurt and Kenneth Walker's not playing enough, right? It's definitely risky. Yeah, no, I think he has a solid team, but it could fall flat on its face, which is what I'm trying to get to with a two tight end situation. Maybe try moving one of them to get some, uh, you know, a running back or a wide receiver. You know, just uh, packaging something up. Uh, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, the bench does not look good. Gage is kind of like nothing over there in Tampa. Chark. Gage was probably like one of the most overhyped signings, I mm. think. I mean, he balled out against Green Bay, but that was because like they literally had, like, no, had no other yeah. healthy wide receivers, right? But yeah. so he's going to be lower in the pecking order quarterback situation also a little concerning i mean i I mentioned earlier about how like fucking run heavy san francisco is i mean like and then Jameis can't get on the field and when he's been on the field the results have been mixed like 
There's work to be done there for sure, too. All right, and let's move on to the next team. We're about at 38 minutes right now. Um, we got a team boomer, one of the big three, 4 0, uh, 475 points for 383 points against. Uh, definitely, yeah. When he falls out of contention, do we need to send him somewhere to get like a hip replaced or? <laughs> or orthopedic therapy. Uh, look these, yeah. Like, look at these running backs. Like, he's starting Latani, Latavius Murray and Deion Jackson this week. I know. It's Javante's out for the season. Who knows how long this ankle injury is. Uh, man, dude, there's, like, no running backs on this roster. Yeah, it, it's not a good situation. It's a uh, good situation for a fucking trade. Yeah, he needs to do it. Like... That's what he gets for just fucking automatically declining every offer. That kind of, like now he's in a position where he's drawing dead at running back. He is so, so much wide receiver. He is so much wide receiver depth. He can definitely pull a trade off. He just yeah, needs to I'm already, do it. I'm going to send him an offer tonight. We'll if see if he doesn't do it, he's gonna fall. Like I'm like trying to be dramatic here, but it's like, dude, you got Judy, you got Devonte, you got McLaurin. Well, so yeah, he has Curtis Samuel, Duvernay. Like, he has some pieces. I mean, he has, like, two tight ends that he could easily trade, too. Like, in fucking Higby yeah. and, and Ertz. Like, yeah. do something, man. You gotta make a... You gotta get a running back. Yeah, it's not gonna... You gotta last, get a running yeah. back. All right. Um, next, uh, one of the... Second of the big three. Uh, what the fuck is even that? Dennis Medina. 545 points for... And only 396 points against his only good league. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's, it's, not really, it's not even really close. Um, yeah, I mean, at what point do you start dangling out Geno Smith in like trade offers to help shore up like your flexes, right? Because like I think Jamal Williams definitely a stopgap solution, right? Because yeah. like eventually. Swift will come back and command more of a presence in that backfield. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he still has Waddle. He still has Williams. Like, I would want, like, I think his immediate need is wide receiver. Like, I, I want to, I want another, like, good, really good wide receiver along with Jalen Waddle and Mike Williams. Well, like, maybe, that's where maybe, you should be look, looking to Boomer. Jerry yeah. Judy would fit in there nicely, I think, right? Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Something like that. I think they can help each other out, but... If they listen this far into the podcast, you know, then they can benefit from that. Uh, fabulous advice. This, Dennis, I mean, Gino is Gino is fucking balling. He's like cooking. 31 points last week, and he's got Mahomes on the roster. Like, damn. Yeah, no, he's cooking. Like, he's got the he's got the sauce to make some moves here. He and, should and move Gino though. He should move Gino. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then. Um, Maybe I think you re- there's really a lot to like, like you can poach a tight end. It's like, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, we'll move on to the last one before we get to predictions. It will be kind of fast with that. Uh, we have me, the number one of the big three, the Black Rider. This is Dell. another one that's gonna fall flat on my face. Oh, it's no way it is. All right, tell yeah. me, tell me why. Tell me because, why. I mean, if I'm you, if I'm you, I'm looking for a little more of a security blanket at wide receiver, for sure. Um, you know, Michael Gallup. What is? I mean, Michael Gallup has been like always just like kind of that wide receiver three that like kind of falls. In He's and a off. deep league flex like, player, and that's what I'm using him as. 
I want a little more. I want a little something more than Michael Gallup as the deeply deep league flex player here, especially since you already have. Um, Look at my IR. C. Lamb here. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell and Brian Robinson. I, I understand that. I understand. Um, no, but four zero, good position to be in. Um, would not surprise me to see some negative regression hit though. Uh, you you and that fantasy. word, you and that freaking word. Negative I heard regression. That, I heard that so many times from you last year when talking about my team. <laughs> no, you're just negative. Yeah, no. Um, also, I'm trying to make trades. I really am. Um, I'm I'm trying to I'll give cons- you consolidate Marcus Mariota for Josh Allen. You can. Fuck off. I'm gonna send it right now. Send it right now. Uh, you can send it right now, but no, I, I I love my team. Um, I love I love the Higgins. Wow, you really did send that right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I love Higgins. Love Olave. I think he's for real. He's gonna be great. He's gonna stay being great. Uh, Lamb is only gonna get better. Robinson had a bad week, but so did all the running backs in uh, the Jaguars against that great Philly D and just. Philly is like arguably the best team in the league. <laughs> oh, for sure. No yeah, I am close. Yeah, but you know, I uh, the big. I think the last thing before we move on is the biggest surprise, and it's one thing I admit I was low on, and I know a lot of these experts were low on. But Nick Chubb, man, everyone was so Such low on. Baller. He was Such going a in a in a in a twelve team league. He was going in Being the second round. Of- yeah. Being afraid of drafting Nick Chubb is um, the equivalent of wearing, like, four condoms during intercourse. Dude's averaging over 100 so yards good. a game. And it's, he, from the eye test, too, it's not even close. He looks so much better than fucking yeah, It's not even close. And I think they're close. actually noticing that and actually relying on Chubb. Like, yeah. yeah, we, we, we learned from Law and they need him. Yeah, They need him. Ultimately, they, the offense needs to run through them. It can't go through Jacoby Brissett. You know, relying on Jacoby Brissett to consistently get Amari Cooper the ball, right? Yeah. Like they need to establish it and then let the passing game have success when the opposing defenses are expecting run. Yeah, and I forget which game it was. I remember when they gave the ball back to back to Hunt in the red zone. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Oh, it was the um, I believe it was the Thursday night game, but I think I also remember it happening a couple of times. During- it's like, what are you guys um, doing? <laughs> yeah there's when you're getting stuffed like that you know just fucking and one thing i have been noticing with the browns too not to belabor it but like they've been running a ton of um 21 personnel and throwing chubb out in the backfield and then running um cream hunt in motion yeah. i think they did that a couple of times on touchdowns this year that chubb has had but yeah. good right. to see usage from both all right now we gotta do a speed round here man real quick speed round this because i got another I like podcast to take my to time and think these through i know that but hey we, we just gotta go through it give us our, our predictions and maybe we can talk about our wrong or right talk decisions uh, yeah uh, next week or something but um let's uh, let's start from top to bottom uh remind it shows me at first we have uh me against uh last year's champ conrad I am going to take the, and I believe the prediction projections are pretty close on this one. Uh, I like Conrad to get the win here. I'm picking I myself. Do. You are biased. I am biased, but 
like you said not too long ago why would i bet on myself for the content <laughs> mm, mm, all right mm, okay. next next one we got two of the bottoms here um uh, we got yeah, aunt grace against uh joe c here obviously anthony grace needs to uh fix his lineup and not leave hoyer in there <laughs> but yeah. um i'm taking joe c here yeah i think even with the adjustment change the projections are still gonna be pretty low and uh yeah i'm going joe c easily here oh yeah all right the next one it's we got uh dennis versus uh bruce pritchett Dennis versus Bruce Pritchett. Uh, this is an interesting matchup here. I feel like it could be a potential trap for Dennis. Um, especially if, uh, you know, some of these running backs that Pritchett has goes off. But I'm going to take Dennis to take the win. Yeah, uh, I'm picking Dennis ultimately just because I don't believe in Baker Mayfield. I don't believe in Hollins. And I don't believe in DJ Moore. Um, what yeah. do you believe in? Sex, drugs, wow. anime. You disgusting <laughs> stinner. All right, so wow. we're both going. Uh, we're both going, going Dennis. Dennis. All right, next one we got out. Uh, Brown folk, two lowlies here. Brown folk mm, versus uh, neighborhood rivalry here. Evil fat cow. Yeah, we got the navy yard battle. Navy, one of many Navy Yard battles. I do think um, Traylon Burks gets swapped out for Darno Mooney, and um, you know that's obviously going to be in- interesting to watch. See what happens. Um, ultimately, I'm going with Camilo here, though. Would you play Dylan over Burks rather than Mooney, or or vice versa? Take I out trying e- to get both, or take out Etienne and put it in. But I think if the I think the Jaguar game is gonna be a blowout, and I think they'll give Etienne like kind of like the last blowout Robson had. They kind of give yeah. Etienne the rest of the touches in the fourth. Um, I think um, I'm I, yeah. I'm taking. I'm still taking Camilo. I think yeah. you, if you try if you try to get, I would try to get both Dylan. Hines is an option too with. Um, I'll try to get Dylan and Hines in the lineup and then maybe leave Mooney on the pine. Yeah, I'm ultimately going Brown folks still just because yeah. I, know, I know this quarterback situation isn't great, but McCaffrey, and he has an amazing matchup with Fournette and Evans against Atlanta. Dobbins, too, um, trending up. A.J. Brown against the terrible Arizona uh, Cardinals secondary. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't like Mel's quarterback, quarterback situation, but I think that will care. His special specialty players will carry him. To an, another dub, if you seen that two and three. Mm-hmm. All right, next matchup we got Boomer against uh, Will. Uh, Boomer is drawing dead at the running back position. Absolutely drawing dead. So I'm gonna yeah. take uh, get grit. Yep. No. Um. I too am. If a Monroe plays, easy pick for me to pick Will. Obviously, he's Monroe is not playing. Um. I do think that quarterback, that running back situation he has there, I think he might get four points collectively from both of them, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> um, which is going to affect him severely. Uh, Myers, I think, is going to have a poor game just because it's come back off an injury and the quarterback play there, I just don't believe in. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Will here, an upset. 
I'm going with Will. You? I, I picked Will as well. All right. Second to last matchup here, we have uh, Dark Gleason versus uh, Evan. Dark Gleason um, is going to be taken to the cleaners this week, I think. But <laughs> yeah, I think if won. I win, if I if I win, it's because uh, of my GMing to get more fantasy relevant players onto my roster. But uh, as of now, I'm going to be taking uh, reluctantly bowing, katowing to uh, Team EMH here. Yeah, I think Evan's going to be a uh, four and one at the end of this week. I think it's just too lopsided right now. Unless yeah, like whatever. Kyle Pitts has a cares. Blow no off one yet. fucking cares. I'll show you, I promise you. Uh, people care. People care. Yeah. All right, next last match up here. We have uh, Team Spiky Kanye versus Calvin's bookie Joey Pert. This is going to be a pretty good matchup. I think, I think. this is going to be the closest matchup. This is going to be a close, one of the closer matchups. Uh, only th- I'm going to take uh, Joe to win here, though. Um, I just I'm, I'm not a believer in. Um, Daryl Henderson or uh, Antonio Gibson right now. It's just it's just looking bad. I think we'll uh, see it, the second phase of Antonio Gibson's phase out like we did see last week. I think it's gonna yeah. be in full completion this week. Um, but if I'm if I'm Joe, I'm also strongly considering um, throwing in uh, one of Rashad White or Kareem Hunt over Gabe Davis. Um, I just I don't trust Gabe Davis to play. Uh, until he can show that he can get targets with this angle shit that he's dealing with. Probably not touching him until uh, some softer points in the schedule after the bye week, week seven. All right. And that wraps up. So it looks like we agreed on everything except my matchup versus uh, Conrad's matchup. So that'll be the deal breaker there. Well, when you're wrong, uh, we'll be talking next week about it and uh, back to a regular show of program here. <laughs> All right. Later, y'all. Coop. Never show me a black guy, only a trap guy. When it sends out, so out of my last job. I started to crack cars. I can adapt, dog. I can dodge an attack. I can attach parts. Good kid in the city, but raising the mad parts. My blood on the asphalt. My brother with half eye. I told him what happened, he ready to crash out. My mama had passed out. Yeah, too woke to know what await me. I made it out of the basement. Too broke to know what a break me. But not enough to do a break in. Still, I don't take shit. Cause sometimes I'm with nigga with glitching and goals. That I seen out here kicking in those. That I seen out here risking they soul.